Are you on the RCR mailing list? Never miss a beat of the news and hard-hitting stories you've come to know and love. Stay in the loop. Visit realitycheck.radio forward slash email. RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio. All right, Tuesday comes around pretty quick, and that's our morning, Tuesday morning, for speaking with our man in Melbourne at theunshackled.net, and that is Tim Wilms. Tim, good to have you back. Thank you, Paul. Uh, there's been a lot happening here in Australia. Sadly, a lot of it uh, not good and uh, a lot of tragedy recently. A lot of crime. Okay, we'll get to that. First of all, though, let's start with the um, pop culture stuff. Let me put it that way. So Taylor Swift has been through, and I've seen a lot of reporting on that. And the Prime Minister goes, of course, he's a Taylor Swift fan, right? I mean, he's right in that age group. Um, He was there. I suppose it's good to be seen there. But not only Taylor Swift, Katy Perry's been around too. Uh, yes, she was at the, the Friday night concert, uh, so was uh, singer uh, Rita Ora, and as was uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. Our mainstream media had live coverage of his private jet landing at Sydney Airport, and uh, the Snapparazzi were there for their visit at uh, Taronga Zoo, and uh, Anthony Albanese wasn't the only uh, prime minister who was at the Taylor Swift concert. So so was uh, his predecessor, Scott Morrison. There was his wife, uh, Jen, and his uh, oh, yeah. two yeah. daughters. Come uh, on, Jen, let's go to the let's go to the Taylor Swift concert, shall we? Can you just imagine that? <laughs> uh, that's not really Scott Morrison's voice. That's my okay. elbow <laughs> voice. Okay, well. It's my, it's my sort of uh, take the piss politician's voice, but I'm I'm just wondering. Okay, the daughters, yeah, but seriously, these guys are Taylor Swift fans. I don't I don't believe it. Well, they well Scott Morrison filmed himself uh, dancing to "Shake It Off," and uh, Scott uh, Anthony Albanese he was also also filmed dancing as well. Uh, Anthony Anthony Albanese he goes to a lot of. Uh, Concerts. Uh, he, of course, uh, famously sculled a, a beer at uh, the Gangs of Youth concert in in Sydney. He's always liked to show that he's a a hip. Uh, he's with politician. it. He's he, with it. Yep. And Scott mm. Morrison, his persona was always the the daggy dad. Okay. All right. So, what about Katy Perry? What was she doing in Australia? And I think she just like. Again, on the corporate jet. By the way, was there any irony in the reporting of the, uh, you know, the, these people arriving in corporate jets? Like, hey, carbon footprint, what the hell are you doing? Or was it like celebratory? Like, wow, wow. How was it? Well, our mainstream media, uh, they uh, didn't focus on that angle. It was all about the celebrity uh, they, uh, showbiz uh-huh. angle. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, Katy Perry. She was. She was. She's not here for a series of concerts for the general public. Uh, she was here for a private show at uh, Vizzy uh, billionaire Anthony Pratt's uh, Q Mansion in Melbourne. He paid her reportedly one point five million dollars for a one-off concert. Uh, so Vizzy, they make a. Uh, paper packaging, which a lot of our food uh, and drink products come in. And uh, they also 
uh, do uh, recycling. They've benefited from a lot of the the government recycling contracts, uh, such as the Victorian government's recent uh, uh, container deposit scheme, which has seen uh, the price of a slab of uh, uh, 24 pack of water increase by three dollars. Uh, so. Okay. All right, and of course, uh, going to these container deposit centres, uh, the only way to get there is really drive, and that's put up uh, a CO two. Uh, so, uh, if, um, I don't think that Katy Perry and Anthony Albanese uh, took the same flight uh, from Sydney on the uh, uh, on the Friday to Saturday in Melbourne uh, to uh, Anthony Pratt's uh, mansion. Yeah, so that's double. There's double emissions there already because he would have taken what a an Air Force. Uh plane or something. And uh, Energy Minister uh, Chris Bowen, he was also uh, there. He's the 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 one who's pu- uh, putting the 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 emission uh, standards on on the the cars uh, that are coming into the the country which will increase the price of uh, utes and other petrol right. vehicles and his yep. Electorate McMahon is in Sydney, uh, so he came down for that. Uh, Attorney General Mark Dreyfus uh, was there as well. Oh, it's a real who's who. <laughs> it, it was. And uh, his electorate is in Melbourne, uh, so he didn't need to fly, but probably... <laughs> Helicoptered, maybe. Uh, who, who knows? It's in. It's his electorate is right next to of Isaac's is right next to uh, Dunkley, where the by election is. Ah, we'll talk about that. Day. Although Mark Dreyfus doesn't live in his electorate of Isaac's, he lives uh, uh, up in uh, the affluent suburbs. Uh, okay. Is, uh, uh, Q is is one of them. Uh, so, also- so, so these are all sort of uh, people who are kind of connected with Anthony Pratt. Through sort of contracts with government, and well, what about uh, Big Data Dan? Was he there? Oh, uh, he was there as well. Oh, what? Uh, so was his successor, uh, Jacinta Allen. Even though she's supposed to be uh, managing all of these uh, bushfires, because we've had uh, a couple of thirty-plus days uh, where there've been a number of bushfires. So uh, last week around uh, Ararat and Stall and near uh, Ballarat, there was some. Uh, out of control bushfires. So it seemed that she had enough time to uh, go to uh, go to this uh, private concert. Uh, also, a, a now I should also mention that uh, Anthony Pratt last year gave a million dollars uh, to Anthony Albanese's pet cause, The Voice, and uh, also there was a, another a Voice a donor. Uh, West Farmers uh, Chairman Michael Cheney, who's the father of Teal Independent Kate Cheney. Well, he gave two million of shareholders money. Uh, so wow. okay. uh, the the Cheney the Cheney uh, uh, political dynasty goes back uh, several generations here in Australia. Uh, though, unfortunately, a outgoing Woolworth CEO Brad Banducci was a, a late uh, withdrawal. Oh, okay, because things went a bit bit funny for him, right, with his yeah. uh, outburst in a, what was it, TV interview or something? Yes, uh, he asked for something to be taken out, which, of course, that's not how media interviews work. Yeah, but they'll edit you any way they want to make you look a particular way, so <laughs> it's just saying. Uh, okay, all right. So uh, the, there was a, a mob of uh, pro-Palestinian protesters out there, and also they threw in uh, Free Julian Assange, 
I'm not right. sure if it was that that, uh, that was solely uh, directed at uh, Anthony Albanese. I mean, he's uh, advocated for uh, Julian Assange's release, but obviously the the US deep state they want to want to get him over uh, over to the US and uh, brutally punish him for embarrassing him. him. Maybe for forever. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if all they're also there because uh, Anthony Pratt uh, is Jewish and they believe, I don't know, he can stop the Israel-Gaza war uh, as well. Well, you probably offer, what, recycling services and uh, waste management. Um, so $1.5 million for one show for Katy Perry. No wonder she yes. came all that way. That's a good earner. One day. Yeah, okay. All right, and um, was there fevered uh, reporting of that too by the mainstream media? Oh, yes, there was. There were some Katy Perry uh, fans out the front uh, who I guess were trying to hear uh, some of the the, the private concert. There was some that was uh, published on Instagram. It it must be quite a large mansion if there's there's room for a – a concert stage. Now, the next day on on sunrise, Anthony Albanese said he wasn't at a at a private concert to meet celebrities and rubs rubs oh, of course soldiers uh, with uh, uh, high society uh, here in Melbourne. Uh, he was he said he was uh, attending uh, the annual uh, food and beverage dinner because uh, oh, like, okay, it just so uh, happened that Katy Perry was there. Yes, uh, <laughs> as, uh, as I mentioned, Vizzy makes. Uh, much of our food, uh, food packaging products. Okay. Yeah, uh, so right. He said uh, he was there uh, for jobs and manufacturing. And of course. Hearing good things that uh, these businesses were expanding their, their, the operations. So he made it sound like he was on the job advociting. On for, the job. And uh, hey, you wouldn't, Australia. You wouldn't believe it. I turn around next thing. Katy Perry's playing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he can justify the Taylor Swift concert as on the job, but oh, I was at uh, one concert the night before and just uh, uh, stumbled onto another. Oh yeah, and um, what about that other well-known Australian? Um, what's his name? The the transport guy, Fox. Was he there? Uh, not that was reported, but he's another uh, businessman who's uh, close to the the Labor Party, particularly Dan Andrews. Right. Uh, okay. So he, and again, uh, a lot of uh, well, uh, trucking companies can also uh, benefit from the government contracts as well. Uh, For sure, so, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, you understand why a, a lot of business people I, they, they <laughs> because traditionally a big business is associated with the Liberal Party, but uh, in that's what I'm thinking. Of, yeah. uh, crony capitalism. Quid pro quos are uh, the business. It seems that uh, business people uh, know that they can probably get uh, get more bang for their buck uh, uh, with uh, labor governments. Especially if you're slipping them a, a million dollars for your campaign here, or a couple of million for your well, campaign. Well, that was uh, that, that was also the uh, the suspicion with the AFL stadium in Tasmania, which uh, Anthony Albanese pledged uh, federal fund towards for the new AFL Tasmanian team and uh the afl uh they backed anthony albanese's uh voice last year although the the stadium and therefore the afl team could fall through because there's a snap 
Tasmanian state election on the 23rd of March, and it's looking right. like it could be a hung parliament with the Jackie Lambie network hold it, holding the, the balance of power. And she infamously told a anti-stadium rally in Hobart, you can stick your stadium right up your bum. <laughs> That's my ah. Jackie Lambie impersonation. Well, it's just a standard Aussie Bogan voice. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, yeah, like my... Um my um, uh, Scott Morrison attempt. Okay, well, that's um, the very colloquially put, I think, um, what what you just told us there. All right, so that's interesting. Um, let's get on to some of the uh, really, well, chilling stuff. What's this double murder of this uh, the, a couple of guys? One, I think, was a TV personality, and the person... Have they been charged yet? Is a former, or I don't know, current or former New South Wales policeman? What the hell is that about? Yeah, so uh, last week, a uh, Jesse Baird, who was a, a former uh, Studio 10 presenter, which was axed by Network 10 at the end of last year, he was also a AFL goal umpire at uh, the New South Wales state level. Uh, he and his uh, uh, boyfriend, Luke uh, Davies uh, disappeared, uh, weren't, uh, weren't seen uh, since Monday uh, from Jesse Baird's Paddington home. And obviously alarm bells were rung. Uh, Out of character, uh, right? Out of character. Yeah. And foul play was suspected where in a dumpster in uh, Cronulla, it was discovered uh, their bloodied identity documents and uh oh. on uh, on thursday evening uh new south wales police released that their uh, that uh, their prime uh, suspect or uh, person of interest uh was one of their own uh senior uh, constable uh Bo lamar condon and uh he handed himself into police on friday morning at uh, bondi police station but he hasn't told uh, detectives where the bodies are. He uh, So it is alleged uh, that he used his New South Wales police-issued firearm, uh, oh, checked right. it out uh, from a, a police station because he was uh, on the weekend covering a pro-Palestinian rally because they happen every every weekend in Sydney and Melbourne. And so there always needs to be a police presence. It's uh, so for overtime, it's called a user pays. And so he was allowed to, and cause they're not working in their normal, normal police station teams. And so he was able to check it out last Thursday and not return it until Tuesday, obviously oh, okay. after he had committed the alleged murder uh, with that, uh, with that uh, police has he confessed, Tim? Has he actually confessed? Well, he's been charged with two counts of murder. Right. Uh, they found a, a, a they found a, a ballistics uh, evidence there that uh, at the the Paddington home uh, that uh, matched that police firearm. All oh, right. Okay. Yep. And so he called in sick uh, that uh, Tuesday. So it's alleged that uh, he. Uh, that uh, Bo Lamar Condon murdered uh, Jesse Baird and Luke Davies in the morning. A uh, s- uh, several witnesses heard gunshots, but oh, okay. none yeah. of them uh, reported anything. 
and uh, he so no one reported the gunshots well yes this is um obviously one of uh, one of many uh quite gobsmacking things about this and so he was able to come back later in the day uh Bo Lamar Condon uh, with a white van uh to uh, to or get the bodies to or clean it up clean the scene up or whatever so there was blood found at 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 the the, the Paddington home so clearly he allegedly uh, didn't do a good job and so we heard from a the uh police uh, commissioner Karen Webb uh, today and uh, uh, one of her deputies, she's been accused of missing in action o- over this because she hasn't uh, uh, made a public statement until uh, today. Because this is this is really bad that uh, a serving uh, New South Wales police officer used allegedly used his uh, police issued firearm uh, to commit a double murder. Yeah, it sort of sounds sort of insane in a way. Um... Uh, but what what is the history? What is the connection between this this police officer and these two guys? Uh, so Bolamar Condon is uh, is uh, Jesse Baird's ex boyfriend. Uh, oh, God. they dated last year, and according to friends and family, it ended badly. And Jesse Baird believed that he was being stalked, uh, though he didn't report anything to the police. They sort of you sort of think to yourself, you're being stalked. You think you're being stalked by a police officer. Yeah, will, will the police defend me when it's one of their own? That kind of thinking. Yes, and he he, he told uh, friends and family that he woke up in the middle of the night to find some uh, find somebody in the dark at the end of his bed, and when he got up, Ooh, he ran yeah. out of the the home. And so clearly, Bolamar Condon had some sort of key. Uh, still, and oh, yeah, maybe I don't know. Jesse Baird thought that maybe he was dreaming uh, that seeing someone there because they suddenly disappeared. Boy, I'd freak out. It's the scariest thing. I know. And now, the the other reason why questions are being asked of New South Wales Police is uh, because. Uh, uh, before he joined uh, New South Wales Police in 20, 2018, Bo Lamar Condon was a, a celebrity blogger. Uh, he oh. had a website, The Australian Reporter, though it looks more like he was a celebrity uh, stalker. Uh, so he, uh, he hit the news around 10 years ago when uh, he came out as gay uh, via a note that he gave to Lady Gaga at a, at a Born This Way uh, concert. And uh, there's photos of him with uh, Taylor Swift, uh, Lord, uh, Miley Cyrus. Oh, dear. Uh, Harry Styles. And yeah. even yeah. even after he became a uh, police officer. Now, the questions are asked, how did he pass the, the psych evaluation, given that... Well, it's quite the career change from a celebrity. It's an odd one, isn't it? Yes. Although his mother, uh, uh, Colleen Condon, was a, uh, is, is, was a senior New South Wales police officer. Okay. So I yep. already had family working there. And he was actually a, in, in, the, in, the, in the lead up to uh, his alleged committing of this uh, double murder, uh, was wanting to train with the Protections Operation 
unit uh, that oversees the security of politicians, diplomats and other public dignitaries, which would have put him up close with uh, celebrities as well, because he didn't stop uh, stalking celebrities even as a uh, police officer. Uh, he uh, was also a the subject of an internal investigation in uh, mid-2020 when he was filmed tasering a suspect who uh, identified as Aboriginal, who was allegedly in breach on bail of a serious charge, but uh, was cleared. Uh, so there are obviously answers that uh, New South Wales police need to provide the public. How are you making sure that you're... Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. recruiting police officers who are of sound mind. Yeah, well, with the, that sort of form, being a celebrity sort of wannabe groupie, you know that that, um, that does call into question a, a few things. So he's refusing to give up the location of the bodies at this point. Is that is that yes? And my uh, theory on this is because. Uh, the New South Wales Parliament recently passed a no-body, no-parole laws. This was after uh, Chris Dawson was uh, convicted of the uh, historical murder of uh, his uh, first first wife, but uh, the body, he never gave up the location of the, the body. That that case was reopened after Hedley Thomas's uh, Teacher's Pet podcast. But my this is just my theory that maybe he's wanting to cut some sort of plea deal where he'd be guaranteed parole if he gave up the location of the bodies. So they haven't found anything in uh, one of the locations, suspected locations, Goldburn. Uh, so he uh, he bought a angle grinder and padlock and travelled to a rural property near Goldburn. Also, he purchased uh, uh, weights and also uh, borrowed some torches from the acquaintance. So it's suspected that he wanted to dump the bodies there. New South Wales police have... And water with weights, obviously. Yes. Uh, uh, Detectives believe that he became suspicious of the acquaintance and so then drove to Newcastle on Thursday. So they're also looking up in Newcastle as well. And obviously New South Wales police... They, there's a lot of public pressure on them to yeah. find the bodies because it was one of their own. And it's a week until the Sydney uh, gay and lesbian Mardi Gras parade. And so uh, there are... Because a, a gay couple here. So what is that? What, what does that well, mean? Well, there's a lot of far, far left LGBTQ activists who are using, using, uh, using this uh, tragedy and the fact that it was a a New South Wales police officer uh, to uh, want... A uh, gay officer. Yes, to ban the New South Wales uh, police uh, from marching in uh, this year's Mardi Gras because these same type of activists, they attacked uh, Victoria Police at uh, the Melbourne LGBTQ midsummer uh, parade, uh, throwing paint bombs at them. Uh, but uh, Victoria Police, uh, they only arrested one on the day. They couldn't, uh, they didn't uh, follow, uh, follow up. And this is because these type of activists, they uh, they want to be in victimhood forever and still believe that the police are oppressors of them uh, yep. because of, uh, because of uh, his, uh, the, the historical role uh, they, they played in enforcing anti-homosexual Back law. Back in the day. And, 
Yes, and uh, the New South Wales Police, they were the 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 worst uh, they uh took uh, their officers took part in what was known as the the poof de bashing uh near gay beats in public toilets and uh, yeah, there were yeah. a lot of gay men who uh, were thrown uh, from uh cliff tops because uh, 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 that was near where a gay beat thrown was. what uh, you mean killed yes yes oh, yeah man. Right, yeah so, so the so Taliban I, yeah, ISIS style. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, the the New South Wales police at the time uh, wrote them off as uh, suicides. Oh, crikey! That's and it's uh, shocking. The, the day that uh, that uh, Bo Lamar condom turned himself in, a uh, Anthony Albanese and and uh, Chris Minns, they were at uh, it was called uh, Australia's first Pride Museum. They turned the old Darlinghurst, New South Wales police station where a lot of uh, uh, gays were assaulted. And uh, so that's been turned turned into a, a Pride Museum. But uh, obviously the, the the timing of of that, obviously... Yeah, not good. Overshadowed. Yeah. All right, a um, couple of other, before we wind up, other criminal um, cases um, to... Um, to mention, um, you mentioned tasering before, and what happened? I think there's an update on. Remember that woman with dementia, 95 year old. Yeah. So what's happened so there? This is a. It also feeds into I uh, the uh, the public perception that New South Wales Police there, uh, they are not. Uh, it seems that uh, their officers, they, they're not hiring uh, the best people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Senior Constable Kristen White, uh, he's been charged with uh, the manslaughter of 95-year-old Claire Nowland, who was a dementia patient. Uh, she was holding a knife in a, a nursing home and the, the police were called. I don't know why the aged care staff did. That was, yep. it seemed terrible. Uh, so uh, he uh, tasered her and allegedly uh, was going to uh, allegedly said bugger it, and so she hit her head on the ground and then died later. Oh, so it was from the uh, the head to the head, was it? Yes, oh, but obviously the electric the, shock. Yeah, well, yeah. the electric shock. Well, they put her on the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, shocking. Um, and uh, down here, and uh, because both uh, the New South Wales Police and Victoria Police, they're desperate for recruits. And uh, Victoria Police, uh, their recruitment has plummeted uh, post uh, the COVID lockdowns, and so they've ha- they they've relaxed the psych uh, okay. evaluation. <laughs> They'll take anyone now, will they? I, they I will. know. And basically, the uh, the way that uh, Victoria Police and New South Wales Police acted uh, during the the COVID. Uh, lockdowns. It was basically an advertisement uh, for us uh, uh, sociopaths and sadists. If you want to assault uh, members of the public and get away with it, uh, join yeah. the police force. Shocking. Okay. There's also a missing mother in Ballarat and a Taekwondo instructor that, um, well, you'll tell us. So let's, let's look at those two as well before we get into it and finish off with the Dunkley by-election. So what are those other two cases? Yeah, so Samantha Murphy, she is a Ballarat mother who went for a morning a jog in Ballarat East on February 4 and has uh, disappeared. And so there's been uh, – police have been involved since the beginning. They initially thought that maybe she'd 
fallen in a mine shaft because Ballarat used to be a mining town. I used to live in East Ballarat and that uh, is not something I was warned about, that if you went walking, you could fall into a mine. Yeah, uh, there was a a a, jo- a female jogger last year who was uh, attacked uh, during a a jog in uh, Ballarat. Yes, and uh, okay. now uh, Victoria Police suspect uh, 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 foul play, and they think it's one or more parties. And uh, looking at phone data, uh, there's been a lot of criticism of the fact that it's what we're three weeks later now. And yeah, yeah, now we're clearly not. Alive, probably, actually. No, uh, sadly. Um, so that yeah. obviously is that has attracted uh, significant publicity as well uh, because uh, a mother uh, disappearing and out jogging. The, yep. the, the, well, the, the, the main media uh, focus has been on the, the, the gay couple murdered in their own home in Sydney because it's just. Well, there's so many unusuals. Well, it, it's a it's a sensational story, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably yeah, the it biggest is. biggest crime story in Australia since yeah. uh, the, yeah. the mushroom uh, mushroom lady. Oh, yeah, the mushroom lady. Um, I'll, I'll ask you about her to wind up in just a, a few minutes that we have left. The Taekwondo instructor. What, what's that about? Uh, so this was uh, another uh, horrific alleged triple murder. Uh, oh. so Lion Taekwondo Studio Chief intru- Instructor Kwang Kwai Yu, who called himself Master Lion Yu, uh, so he is accused of uh, killing uh, one of his uh, students with his own hands, a seven-year-old boy allegedly strangled, uh, and he's also accused of uh, murdering uh, the boy's mother, uh, Min Sho, and uh, and then using her BMW allegedly to uh, kill her husband Stephen, and oh, uh, some, some some at the the Taekwondo who attended uh, who, who attended parents uh, believe that a suspected love triangle. And oh, okay. uh, I, Master Leon, it's it's uh, been discovered that a lot of his uh, CV uh, was forged. So maybe not a master so much. Well, he claimed that uh, he'd uh, uh, competed at uh, international Olympic level and that also uh, that he'd uh, studied at uh, uh, university. There's been no records of right. both. Uh, so, Yeah, a fantasist. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, what was that? Uh, okay, the um, the mushroom woman, the beef wellington woman. So one of the survivors is now back into, well, some kind of normality? Is yeah, that- so Erin Patterson, she's been charged with three counts of murder and four counts of attempted murder, if memory serves me collect- correctly, because she alleged to murder her estranged husband multiple occasion. The The sole survivor, uh, Ian Wilkinson, uh, so that is... Uh, that, uh, that is her... Erin uh, uh, Patterson's a mother-in-law's sister's husband. Okay, yeah, all right. Was yeah. a, a pastor. Uh, That's so right. He's recovered, um, delivered a sermon to his local uh, church and uh, not surprisingly uh, talked uh, about uh, his uh, his faith. He said, uh, uh, the way uh, is sometimes hard, but uh, God 
uh, God is good. He is is with us. So, okay. All right. Jeez. He's he's made a recovery. Uh, Obviously, it's good that he's back uh, back, uh, back, uh, to sermons now. Uh, But uh, yes, so, so. I wonder if he had a near-death experience, you know, how the people sometimes do. But he might right. suffer also from survivor's guilt as well, who knows, because all the other three uh, three at that meal, his, his wife and yes, wife, yes. sister and husband uh, all died. Yeah, well. Okay, let's end up um, on the by-election that you mentioned uh, early on in our chat, the Dunkley by-election, and you've, you've mentioned that in uh, other chats. So how close is that, and um, and uh, what is the activity quickly around that? Uh, so it could be close. There's a YouGov poll which actually has the the Liberal uh, challenger, uh, the, the Frankston mayor, Nathan Conroy, ahead two-party preferred, but the YouGov poll, it's very low low uh, sample. So yep. the pollsters have said take... High margin of error kind of thing, is it? Another poll has said that Labor will narrowly retain it, uh, its candidate, Jody Balea. Okay, and um, remind us why this by-election is taking place. Uh, so that's because of the the death of the Labor member, uh, Peter Murphy, in December last year from breast right. cancer. Yep. It is uh, historically a, a marginal seat uh, in the outer Melbourne suburb of Frankston, near where I grew up, and so uh, Anthony Albanese and uh, Peter Dutton, the opposition leader, they've been here uh, quite a bit. And uh, the Labor are faithful, uh, their their social media shields, the the drips, they have multiple nicknames. They're very upset with uh, conservative activist group Advance Australia, who helped defeat uh, their uh, voice last year. Oh, butthurt. Uh, so they have uh, run ads, uh, quoting Jody uh, uh, Balea, uh, saying that uh, voting against the the voice of whites who did that was white privilege, expressing white privilege. Okay, yep. And also they're upset uh, because uh, they have pointed out Anthony Albanese's, his government's mishandling of uh, the 149 uh, murderers, uh, pedophiles and other uh, s- uh, serious offenders that were released following the the High Court uh, decision last year, and so that was deemed racist. But oh. cost of living is the biggest issue in in uh, Frankston. It's a it's a mortgage belt, uh, the Dunkley electorate, and uh, there it, 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 there is uh, historically has been uh, a lot of uh, petty crime in the area. Uh, so uh, the last thing certainly uh, voters in that electorate want are more more, more migrants coming in and those uh, with shady backgrounds as, as well. So it's because uh, Advance Australia have been actually hitting hitting the mark is why uh, the Labor, Labor lovies, is another nickname they're called, uh, are upset. When will we know the result? Uh, so we will know uh, when uh, I'm on uh, your program next Tuesday. Okay. All right. Not long to wait. And we might know if um, they found those bodies too by then, maybe. Well, hopefully, yes. And yes. Uh, they have done it without having to cut some sort of uh, abhorrent uh, parole deal because somebody like that uh, should never be released. No. no. Well, you know... 
He could be getting his jollies from all of this too, because when you're the center of attention, you know, and uh, you crave that, uh, then he probably always wanted to be famous. Now he's sort of Jeffrey Dahmer famous, another yeah. gay killer. All right, good to talk with you again, Tim Wilms. Until next Tuesday, when we'll talk again. Have a great week, and thanks for coming on. Thank you again, Paul. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Thank you for tuning in to RCR Reality Check Radio. If you like what you're listening to, just like what you're listening to. Either way, we want to hear from you. Get in touch with us now. You can text us with your message to 2057. That's 2057. Or email us at inbox at realitycheck.radio. We would love to hear from you. So connect with us today.